Welcome to the Spark a Dream podcast, where we'll spark your interest in all things Disney, travel, and a little bit of everything in between. Listen as the stories come alive. Now, onto the show with your hosts. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spark a Dream podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and that's Lauren over there in California. Hey, hey, and we're gonna try this again. Last night did not go too well. <laughs> I can yeah. already tell we're already a hundred percent better <laughs> just from yeah. talking to you before this started. Um, well, tonight we originally, like last night, we we're gonna talk about mainly Bob Iger and uh, Bob Chapik, but there's been a lot of news over the last 24 hours since we were gonna go live. Uh, I want to start with the funny news, <laughs> and I'm really upset that I wasn't there for this because I dreamed of this when I worked there. I wanted this to happen in my boat. The Jungle Cruise at Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom had a sunken boat today. And it, it was a Bertha. Happened. It finally happened. Yeah, the last time a boat sunk was 2004. Sadie. And Sadie did return because actually I didn't mind the Sadie boat. Whenever I was down there, Bertha, I hated. So I'm actually kind of laughing like, yeah, <laughs> now if only I could go down. Now, um, the ride only went down for an hour and a half. It went down from 1230 until two. So that's pretty quick that's to get uh, the boat out of there. A lot of people are like, oh, they're sinking. Guess what? The water's three feet deep. There was only one bad spot you have to worry about. Yeah. And as if the hippo, if it happened in the hippo pool. I was always told if your boat starts to go under in the hippo pool, full throttle and pray you get out of there because that's 68 <laughs> feet deep and that's where people really have to swim. But yeah. seeing all those pictures of people up top, uh, um, the bottom of their shoes, bottom of their way. shoes, some in the water, uh, that was hilarious to me. I didn't see a picture of the skipper though anywhere. So I'm like, man, no, did he go? Either. He didn't go down with the ship. It sounds like he left. <laughs> I, I, would you hang around? I mean, he is supposed to be their swim instructor. If yeah. You laugh at the jokes, right? So. I mean, the one where it's the boat in front of it that's sitting there and people were taking pictures. I didn't see a picture. I couldn't see him in there. Uh, I didn't see him. I saw a video of somebody made of the Titanic moving of everybody getting off the <laughs> boat. I mean, there, there's jokes everywhere online. Don't worry, people. It's okay to make fun of it now because no one was hurt, nor was it even that deep. Um it was pretty shallow i mean it's three to four feet deep i mean i've heard of people falling in and start freaking out and everybody just tells them just stand up <laughs> you'll be all right um now people know that those boats are real <laughs> they do float they do float uh i'm more intrigued to find out what caused this too that's what i was thinking i was like why did it go down I'm like looking at the picture and I'm going, let's see, I could probably put this on there a little bit. Let's see how I can make this work. I, I want to put this up there just for fun. I know it probably won't work perfectly here, but if I can figure this out, still trying to master this system. So there. There you go. Yeah. I want to know how that boat ended there. Like that's the front of the boat. The guy in the blue, that is the front of the boat. Just so everybody knows, the first thing I noticed is where this happened. This happened on the Nile River, which goes on for Niles and Niles and Niles. <laughs> How to go there. Um, but yeah, this uh, right behind the boat is uh, your camp where the uh, gorillas are destroying it. Right. So, like, you see it, and the front's kind of aimed down. So I'm like, okay, 
Did they overload yeah, one something? side? Did something else? Nah, I'm thinking maybe because if. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. So on the Jungle Cruise, there's the boat, and there's two poles that go down with tires that are sideways. And all it is is a trough that's about another two feet, three feet dip, deep, dip, deep. That that That's how the it goes. There is a track. Okay, people, get over it. I think you can figure that out when you <laughs> ride it. Right. I didn't just destroy magic and everything. I, um, I thought they were really scary. But it um, pretty much that is what happens. Um, it just follows the trough. So I'm thinking, did the front break and it just like got too much water and it just kept going? I don't know. That's awesome. Did you like hit something? But you figure it's the front because yeah. it's like front heavy. So you like the front's yeah. about water? Yeah. Probably. I, I mean, it just looks. It's. It's. I mean, I've seen all kind of pictures on there. Um, it's funny. Um, sorry, I hate to say, it, but it is funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it went under a little bit. A little water. People got wet. Um, Liz was telling me that they found what people people were giving away: clothes, shoes, gift cards, food. Uh, they also got people's numbers down because they'll be contacted really soon from somebody else. So who knows what oh, else they're gonna wow. get? Well, they got taken care of, and they got well. A once-in-a-lifetime experience. Be, yeah. Uh, an experience I wish I had. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I always want to say I went down with one of my boats. <laughs> so uh, when I heard that, I'm like, oh. So, uh, but yeah, it took an hour and a half. So pretty much they got everybody off of it, um, towed it out of there. And obviously it's backstage, probably lifted out of the, out of the water by now. I'm going, what happened? Man, to be those cast members that day, to have that memory. Mm. I don't have a good enough memory like that at, at the Jungle Cruise where a boat literally sank. I, I wish I did, but I don't. So there's like there's a couple like little things like uh, you know at Pirates where you have to like at the end of the down ramp where you have the what we call a bombardment bay backup where the boat oh. gets stuck and all the other ones <laughs> get stuck behind it. Luckily nobody got hurt. Yeah. And you got to go out there and be on the pirate ship and tell everybody to do the boat dance and wiggle themselves free. <laughs> I never had to do that when I worked there. Oh, I was there when somebody, I didn't have to get in the water. I was one of the ones on land. Whenever that ride was getting evac, somebody was wearing the wetsuit. Wetsuit had a little hole in it, like right oh. around like uh, the butt area. So from oh. their butt down, they got soaked. Yeah. I'd like to put it on the waiters. <laughs> but uh, that, that's our fun story for the day. If you want, I'm not going to start telling all the jokes that are going around online, but there well, are a ton. What a, just give us jokes. a couple. Okay, let me pull them up here. Just uh, give us a couple. They don't have to be, like, you know, the best ones, but, like, just as an example. Oh, examples. Examples, examples, examples. All right. It's always fun when we get some jokes going around here this always makes me laugh all right you ready for some yeah i guess they got the whole boat tour <laughs> on this tour they're even throwing it in the sink <laughs> what's the most important measurement for a skipper's uniform cap size wow <laughs> oh man uh, those very, those are very jungle cruise worthy jokes. <laughs> ow, they're 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 funny. Um, it was a wheelchair boat too. No, luckily oh, there was no, no wheelchair on it. But imagine if you were in a wheelchair on ECB, you were oh, you were only like a foot in water. But man, <laughs> could you only imagine? 
Um, I'm seeing people say Mark saved from the Jungle Cruise today online. Oh. <laughs> well. There is everything going on about the Jungle Cruise today. I mean, there's so many jokes. There's so many more jokes online. I'm not going to. Maybe one of these days I'll have to go there and, and post them all, but make a whole post of it. But yeah, that 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 was that was special today hearing about that and seeing all these pictures. Um, definitely take a look at them online because they're they're funny. I enjoyed every minute, <laughs> and I will continue to enjoy it. Um, on to next news. Today was actually a kind of exciting day. They released a new dining plan. Oh, I did see a and, little uh, bit about this. Not only did I see it, I, I, I changed my reservations to it. Did you? And it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Um, what What's new about it? So, originally, um, you had the quick service one, which is all quick service. You had the regular one, which was one sit-down, one quick service, and um, two snacks and a refillable mug. Then you went to Deluxe, which is three of whatever you want. It could be three sit-downs in a day, three quick service, two sit-downs, whatever you want it to be, and two snacks and a refillable mug. Now they got one that's called a Plus, and you get two meals, two snacks, and a refillable mug. Now these two meals can be either quick service or sit-down. And this is what I like because we normally do the main one, which is one sit-down, one quick service, two snacks we had to buy a meal or two through the trip uh, out of pocket now i don't have to um i think the regular dining plan that we normally do is like 78 dollars this one was 97 dollars and change it's not that much more i mean for 20 bucks more and i get to have another sit down meal versus a quick service which is fine to me in my opinion breakfast dinner sit downs a little snack in the afternoon i don't need like another quick service meal in the middle of the day and i'm perfect this is yeah. great i mean literally i'm like let's start booking some more dining now this is great so i yeah. changed our we're doing a split stay and it, it took it from like only up like 200 bucks oh wow um for one part and yeah i mean it's it's like a 200 dollars difference for a half trip so like full trip probably like 350 400 around there so it depends on how long you go but it's a good dining plan i mean my opinion is i like breakfast at disney Go get something for breakfast. Do your thing. Have a snack. Um, have a quick lunch. Don't need to have a full big meal. And then go have a nice dinner again. Or the other option is now if you have these two table service or you can turn them into two quick service, whatever you want to do for the day. So that's two meals. If you want to do a signature dining in the day, which we know is expensive, um, you can actually now do that as your one meal for the day and use two points there. So, which is which is worth it in my opinion. Um, so I think, I think that's pretty good. So you can do Cinderella's Royal Table, and there you go. Instead of it being two night, uh, two days worth of meals, it's one day. I agree. So now, I, I like it. Now, I, I, we've had this conversation before about the dining plan, and, and I, go, I go back and forth on it, uh, depending on, like, you know, how long I'm staying. Because I get to a certain point where, like, I... I don't know, it's very weird for me. I don't eat breakfast. Um, I rarely eat, like, we rarely do any table services for, for lunch. I'm just a strictly a Disney di- dinner eater. <laughs> so I just... I, you might still be good on the, on the main dining plan, then. 
Yeah. So but with incredible. two young girls, though, Cinderella's Royal Table, two. Yeah. Um, I know you're. Uh, yeah, Akersus is one, I think, actually. Isn't it? Is it just one? I think it's just one. Oh, um, okay. Hoopy Doo's two points. Hoopy Doo's two. Um, um, Aaron and I like Geeko. Chico's too. So think about it. Uh, um, if you did two sit-down meals a day, which two sit-down meals can be like eighty bucks alone per person. Right. I think when I order, yeah. I usually order the filet of beef, which is like forty-eight dollars. So you're thinking forty-eight dollars so for a, a for a piece of beef with the side, and then you gotta get a drink on top of that. You're already at like fifty-five, sixty bucks almost, right? Right. Per meal. Okay. You're thirty uh, eight bucks away from your whole day uh, for dining. Pl- that's for that one. Now, if you're doing the main dining plan, which is one sit down, one quick service, you're only eighteen dollars away from me in there. So think think about the savings. Think about the savings that you have. I'm gonna actually do some math and do some calculations and put them out there. Uh, if you did this and this in a day, what the and with your two snacks, what it would actually equal for the day. The end, the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Aaron and I, we've done the dining plan, and it was like we usually don't do it, but we have done it before a couple of times. And I, I, if you do one meal a day, you can pretty much for the regular dining plan. If you do one sit down, it's, it's you save you save money. I like the dining plan. We usually like have gone in the past have gone like um, using cash discounts and just don't book it. So I think it's like more like that. We just have used cash discounts and not booked the the like hotel at rack rate to have the dining plan. Can't you still so, buy a dining plan on that whenever you book for your sister? I, I think you can. I just have never asked her to do it. So I mean, I would look into it because just think about it. And you don't have to deal with the hassle of every time bringing out your card wondering what you're charging and not knowing yeah. after the end the sticker. It, it, it prevents the sticker shock too. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, this last, this last trip I got a little... Exactly, especially of kids. It, it adds up, and you get that sticker shock at the end when you look at your bill and you go, whoa, how many meals did I buy? How much did it cost? This stops it. And also, with those table service, they come with one alcoholic beverage. Think about that, too. So if you do breakfast, you can get like a mimosa, dinner, you get a beer or a glass of wine. It comes with that. That alone at Disney's like 10 bucks. Yeah. So let's just say you have your... Your your your, uh, your fillet for forty eight dollars. Add another ten dollars on there for your drink. So you're at sixty bucks right there. That's just one meal. If you did the regular one with a quick service and a sit down, you know a quick service right there after you're already at pretty much sixty bucks puts you over that seventy eight dollars that it costs you per day. So you're already over there, not including your two snacks. Which, if you're smart, depending two on where snacks. you use your snacks, they can be like a seven eight dollar snack easily. Um, yeah. As I told you, and then you got the refillable mug on top of it, which a couple bucks a day. So you easily, I would probably say if you're sitting down once a day and doing one quick service a day, judging by your taste, because it's pretty similar to mine, it probably costs per for you at least hundred dollars a day. Uh, yeah, probably. We like the similar foods there, so that's how I know. Minus. Earl sandwich. <laughs> we can't agree on that one. I like Earl. I just don't like the, the jerk sandwich. Jerk. I, yeah, oh I man, I have I been craving that lately? Oh. Let me let me let me clarify. I liked it. It did not like me. <laughs> Tastes good the first time, not the second time. 
I'd probably enjoy both times. <laughs> the Ohana bread I'm pudding. I, I have. Oh my had gosh! That, and it did taste just as good. This second, <laughs> I haven't even said it to Liz yet. But the first thing I thought of after I changed it to the plus with the two sit down, we could do Ohana's twice. <laughs> but no, now we have like either a breakfast or a dinner scheduled for one a day right now. Now we can move it up because I. I'm not a big quick service fan at Disney. I mean, there's some good ones there that you Legend can go Kingdom to. No, well, you got like Flame Tree is really good over at um, oh, Flame Tree. Satui Canteen at um, uh, Pandora has really good food, in my opinion. You're not a fan of it. I like the no, bowl I, and everything. I like the bowl. I like the, the beef in the bowl. It's really good. Yeah, it's got a good flavor to, to pick from. And you get to pick from it, which is nice. Um, so those two are good at Animal Kingdom. I Magic Kingdom. It's all Columbia, basic. Columbia Harbor House, and that's we don't even go, we don't even go there. And what? That's what you. Yeah. Uh, Epcot. You're not really eating quick service. You're gonna go to Epcot. You're gonna probably eat a sit down meal because they got a lot of good sit down meal places. Sunshine seasons. You can go sunshine. Yeah, but if I can go sit down like the Mexican restaurant, beer garden, or Via Napoli, I'm gonna go do that. Um, I like how. Hollywood Studios doesn't have well. I haven't. I've had the samples at that preview for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which they seem like food. I never actually gotten to eat in there and have a full meal there, so I can't really say that one. Um, uh, you know, I, I've been to like Galaxy's Edge like a few times, and we always get like the the wraps, but I've never actually had Ronto roast quick service meal. Yeah, I've never actually eaten at uh, Talking Bay Seven. I want. It. I might do that this time. I might try that. I'm going to go um, next week, so I may try it next week. You better go live. Show me that food. <laughs> um, so anyways, so yeah, that's why I, I'm okay. I like this new plan. I think it's a great plan for people that like to eat two meals a day. And your it doesn't, it your doesn't wife alter. says Earl's gross. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know she did like I did know she did like And Nicole says hi. Like, hey. Yeah, she just got oh, to Disney. Oh, Disney World? Oh. <laughs> Uh, there's actually, I think, three Dreamers Do Travels agents going to be in Disney over the next couple of days. I know Beth Ann is down there, and Nicole's arriving today. I know Emily gets there in the next couple day or two, or if not today or tomorrow. So there's three Dreamers Do Travel agents down there getting their experience in. Nice. Are they meeting up? Uh, I think they are. I think Nicole and Emily are. They should have a Titanic dinner experience over at the Joan Cruz afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> You did the chicken meals at Star Wars Galaxies at Corn Aaron. Oh, we did. We did. That's right. Oh, that, what is that? The, the yip tip. Yip tip. I, I liked that when I tested. I did it at the taste yeah. test. That was actually really good. That was we yummy. We did do that. I forgot. And Riley got moof juice. So moof juice. <laughs> so I think, it's, I think this is a very good plan. And, oh, there we go. Yes, Emily comes Sunday on the Magical Express, now heading to Grand Floridian. Oh, Ooh, nice. she's on the Grand. She's on the Magical Express. I can't wait for that. Couple I'm months. just. I have been getting like ultra excited. Side note: I know it's not like technically Disney, but I'm I'm getting excited about our other Dreamers Duke Travel cruises coming up in June. I've been getting. I I am I am very. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody and just yeah. having some a good time, spending some time. Much as I love spending time with my kids and going on vacation, 
it'll be nice to do something adult. Like Liz goes to some trainings with like the adults and everything. I get to go to my work things with adults, but it's f- different when I get to see my spouse and just me and her right. time, and then time with some other adults as couples and stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. it. Should be a neat experience. We get to experience a new sh- a ship that we've never been on. Um, yeah, we get to see each other every day. And we are going to pound out some food. <laughs> I, was, I remember talking to you about the uh, the drink packages. And when I, I went and looked at the food for the all-inclusive, like, food, the unlimited food thing. And I was like, you know, if I get the unlimited and I get the drinks, that's, like, the price of the cruise. Of the the unlim- <laughs> yeah, the unlimited drink package for Royal Caribbean is half the price of our cruise. So I, I can't drink that much. Um, speaking I'll of try. the June trip, uh, Coronado Springs, a lot of us were staying at. Nicole actually asked me when she was booking it. Uh, I don't know if she'll chime in here. She asked, so what, what's it, what is it, like the standard view and all that stuff? I said, I did just did standard view because it has a view of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It, yeah. Every view actually is pretty good. Yeah. You get a view of Star Wars in Galaxy's Edge or the other ways, the water and like, uh, inside Coronado Springs, and then, yeah. but I want to, I want to, I want to see the spires. Makes me happy. We can see them from Dahlia. Dahlia Lounge, the, the tippy top. Chris, we're going on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Actually, our travel agency, Dreamers Do Travel, is a bunch of travel agents are going. More of a learning experience, but also just to hang out and see each other as a travel agency. I think we got uh, nine couples signed up now. So that's that's pretty cool. Yes. Um, so we're looking forward to, to that. Um, I know you are. I know I am. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm learning. I'm like really excited to see like the differences between Disney, Disney Cruise Line, and another cruise line. Like I did Carnival Cruise when I was younger, but of course I didn't have that. I was like 19, 20, mm-hmm. spring break, so I didn't have the, the same mentality that I do now. And I'm just kind of like looking at. At a couple of things like that are on Disney cruises. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're a little bit more expensive, but I'm finding out a lot of more stuff is included in the Disney cruise than than the uh, other cruise line. So it's it's going to be good to kind of get that comparison that that experience. Chris, we are doing the Mariner of the Sea, by the way. Your question asked. Mariner of the Sea is the one we're going to be on. Um, you are going to see a difference between Royal Caribbean and and um, Disney. I've done Royal Caribbean. I've done Princess. I've done um, Disney. I'm not done Carnival. I'll be honest with you. I, I know people like Carnival because the price. I, I'm not interested in that. I know it's more of a party <laughs> one. Uh, the way I look at it is you got Carnival, the party one. Royal Caribbean, it's got kids on it, but it's not as bad. Princess is more adults. And then there's Disney, which is just family. But you can go as an adult without kids too on Disney Cruise Line. Oh, still have a wonderful time. You better believe. I mean, so you're going to see a lot of differences. But yeah, I, I don't know if this is going to compare to a Disney Cruise because I, I think Disney Cruises are the best. Yeah, I think so too. But we'll, I will, yeah, I'll, I'll write an official synopsis, official uh, review when I return. <laughs> oh, we'll be doing all kinds of stuff. We'll do some lives and stuff from there. Uh, I know one of us, me or Liz, one of us is going to have the the Wi-Fi package, mainly because obviously we got kids back home. We want to be able to make sure everything's going okay. Um, the second, so we can do posts and stuff to, for business for Dreamers Two Travels, and also probably for me to do my normal thing, which is check on work um, back home. 
but um, but for us to go live, probably be nice too if we can do that. And maybe from Coco K. Um, so that'd be fun. But back to Disney talk. Um, dining plan, as I said, great new plan. It's really worth it in my opinion. Um, I will definitely probably through the Dreamers to Travels page, but I'll post it on Spark of Dream also. I'm going to do some comparisons of the different dining plans. Like if you did this and this in a day, what it would equal versus just doing the dining plan and the, the pros and cons of the dining plan. Um, now, deluxe, we did once. That is a lot of food. My sister does it somehow. They do three meals a day. They like sitting down. I don't know if they do quick. I, I can't sit down for three meals one. Yeah, I don't have the time. I don't want to. I, I don't want to spend my time eating that much. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just. We got our kids are young, 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 and so mm-hmm. sitting down is not enough. Well, you'll get there. The, uh, the the buffets. Um, your kids will start liking like. Um, depending on what you're coming in, Topolinos we're doing as a breakfast with characters. Um, it's supposed to have some really good food, but it means characters. A lot of breakfasts are, have good character ones. Um, Hollywood and Vine. Um, Topolinos now you got Chef Mickey's which is always popular you got Ohana's breakfast with some characters so th- there, there are some reasons why it's, it's worth it um, and just the other part of it, the best thing is the sticker shot goes away because you paid for it up ahead all you're doing is putting tips on there so it's not like you're going to go oh <laughs> at the end it, it, it prevents that I mean you're still going to spend money on little things drinks other snacks merchandise <laughs> always merchandise um but yeah it prevents it from being thousands of dollars thousands upon thousands of dollars on uh that it, it cuts it down so I'll, I'll definitely do that when i get some time here um i'll put something together it'll be it'll be a nice little comparison um yes. and, and we'll be able to be able to see the difference um next topic is kind of a big one we were that was our original topic for last night till things went wrong. Um, big news this week um, to a lot of people was a surprise. To me, it was a surprise at first, but after reading more into it, I don't think it actually is that much of a surprise. Um, Bob Iger has stepped down as CEO of the Disney company. Now, a lot of people were really frightened, scared, mad, all that stuff. People posting online. Uh, because of him leave or stepping down and because of who he named as his replacement. Um, but Bob Iger has stepped down and has named Bob Chapek as the new CEO of the Walt Disney Company. And Bob Iger has now assumed the role as executive chairman uh, till his contract that was signed already for when he was CEO that expires end of next year of 2021. October, I think it is. He is so he'll stay on board. He's going to work on the creative side of everything uh at first it was scary and everybody was like chapek chapek's all about the cuts and all that stuff blah 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 blah. well there's more sides to it than you think uh i read some of the interviews that went on between uh someone was doing an interview with chapek and Iger yesterday about the whole thing and it it actually makes you you wonder what they were how long they've been actually planning this because um, uh, a lot of the stuff you see, yeah, it's very coordinated. Because you see them together a lot, actually. Now, apparently, you see him in the parks together a lot. You see him at certain things. He's been training him up for a while, having him bounce around for a while. Chapek's been bouncing around. I know his main thing has been parks and resorts, and people have been saying he's part of the big cutbacks. But there's actually a uh, lot more people in that decision. Consumer products. And, uh, mm-hmm. 
and um, it, it's I think it's pretty packaging cool. Packaging for Walt yeah. Disney Studios. I'm actually kind of excited because for the next year and a half, you still have Bob Iger. He's still going to be there for Bob Chapek and right, give him guidance and help him with stuff. For another 22 months. Or so. Yeah, 22 months, almost two years. So you're going to have Bob still there with his push and everything. But what's nice now is Bob Chapek's going to assume the day-to-day operations of running the whole company. And you've got Bob Iger kind of being more of a freelancer uh, with the creative side. Kind of like a Walt Disney with all his imagination and creative. So he's bouncing around. He doesn't have to just go work about the structure of everything. He can actually, now that he's put a lot of the structure together between the parks, resorts, Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, buying Fox, Marvel, Lucasfilms, he can now, instead of worry about all that, he can go around and just put his creative input on everything, on each of those things. So I think that's kind of cool. And we, yeah. know, we know how smart of a guy he is. I mean, look what he's done since he took over the company. Right. I, and I, you know, until like reading this the other day, I was like, I did not even realize how fast that 15 years had gone by. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad he signed on for so long. I mean, remember he kept extending yeah. his contract. They, kept, they didn't want him to go. They're like, we'll keep his thing. And everybody's mad about I mean, his salary. He poor Tom Stags. <laughs> you know, because he was like the heir apparent. Uh, he, he decided to go other routes. I don't even know what he's doing now. I don't know what he's doing now, but... You don't hear that name. Uh, yeah. But you, you see what Bob Chapek's done. If you, I'm not going to get poor everybody with all the details of everything he's done over his career, but he's kind of in a way like what Iger's done and bounced around. Like, Iger got started in ABC and worked his way up and got his way up to the top, and he's done pretty good. Chapek's kind of worked around the business. He has some areas he hasn't really worked in yet, which you know over the next two years, Bob will get him into, Bob Iger will get him into. But it, one of the, uh, they asked um, in the questions, uh, do you guys argue a lot? He said, there's been debates. Uh, they said, can you give us an example? Bob Iger goes, yeah, uh, we debated over the name of the roller coaster California Adventure. I wanted to keep, he said, uh, what is it called before? Um, screaming. Screamin'. California Screaming. Bob Iger wanted to keep it California Screaming. Bob Chapek wanted Incredible Coaster. <laughs> Bob Chapek won. Yeah. And I kind of like where it went. I haven't written it yet, but I've seen the videos. Liz has been on it. It looks pretty cool. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. So, yeah. hey, he does stuff like that. And I didn't realize the CEOs dealt with little things like that, like names of rides. Yeah. So, it, it, so everybody says there's been cutbacks. There's been cutbacks, but they they have changed Pikmin a part of them. Yeah, well, there's been a lot more influence. Bob Iger's been a part of those. Right. And so you look at that and you go, okay, you gotta give the guy a chance because I started reading about whenever Bob Iger took over, people were freaking out over that move. Nobody wanted it. Blah 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 blah. He's not that kind of person. Look where he came from. Blah blah blah. blah. Anybody complaining now? <laughs> well, there are. I, I mean, well, there are always someone complaining. So, <laughs> there's always somebody complaining. That is like, if you think back, so like, I don't think we're going to see the like scale of acquisition that Bob Iger does, like did with Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, Fox, um, those kind of things. I think he's just going to manage the brands. Um, that's kind of like Bob Chapek kind of is like one of the guys that is like. You know the Disney Vault, where he's like, "Oh, we only release these movies at a certain time." That was a smart move. And have you get out to buy that movie then? It's gonna go back in. 
Yeah, so know. if everybody's wondering what Lauren's talking about, Bob Chapek was the one who created the Disney vault. And I didn't know that until I read that either. Yeah, so he, he's, 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 he's managing, he manages the brands well, and I think he'll, he'll continue to do that. Um, I, I am not surprised at the pick uh, because he's been so many different places, and there was, you know, uh, there's always an argument for, oh, it should have been this person. Um, I, like Kevin Meyer was one of the guys that was, you know, thought to be the next CEO because he had such a, a, a big hand in Disney Plus and the growth of that and, and, and being really involved in some of the acquisitions and things like that. But that's one side of a company where you have, you know, parks is one thing. Products is another, consumer products, cruise line, um, not to mention studios and everything else. Um, so I think if you if you stack everybody up, I think JPEG across the board has the most experience, not in everything. Most course, check marks. Has the most check marks mm-hmm. uh, on everything. So I think his main um, thing is Disney Plus, kind of like that kind of avenue. He's not, that's the thing he's not familiar with. If I'm yeah. correct, I read. I mean, it's such a, not that streaming itself is new, but it's such a new kind of thing that, I mean, for a while we were even like wondering if Disney Plus, even up a little bit today, still wondering if Disney Plus is even going to be around two years from now or three years from now. I um, think so. I don't think it's I think it, Yeah, I think that it's, it's shown, you know, how many millions of subscribers have gotten in this, it's not even been a year yet um, and they still so, got more stuff coming out which is insane yeah and so I'm hoping that they do Tron but <laughs> that's just me um, but you're I never think, giving that up <laughs> I don't blame you I think Chapik is going to be a more God, this is going to sound like really bad to say but I think he's going to be like Eisner-esque in this shit. Well, no, no, let, me, let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Um, because all, not all of Michael Eisner, like, like at the end, Michael Eisner was like... He was tearing everything apart. Ripping things up. But that's because the, the, the expansion and then all this other stuff was going on outside the scenes. Have you finished the Imagineering story, side note? No... Okay, you you'll start getting a little bit of a. I'm talking about like '80s Michael Eisner. Okay. He's, he, he's, he's I like, agree with you. He's had good parts. I mean, Hollywood Studios, him or MGMC. Yeah. Sorry. Where he's he's got the like the idealism, and he expanded too fast. I think was his thing. But um, and so I, I I think that the ideal. He's the Chapek is a Disney guy, and he has that playfulness, that idealism. Um, and I think he'll bring that to the CEO like early Michael Eisner did. I agree with you on some of those parts there. I do think, though, he's going to realize that Bob Iger set him up pretty good. Don't screw it. Oh. Don't, don't, don't screw it up. I yeah. think for, I think he's, he'll play it safe at first. Um, I mean, cause really they've, they've set it up pretty good. The only thing that's going to hurt him right now, he's taking over at a really rough time in my opinion, personal opinion. Um, because of all the coronavirus stuff and like the stock market going right. downhill, 
the parks yeah. being closed overseas. That kind of stuff it's good. hurts. It's a little bit of that, and now they're talking about Orange County having a warning out there now for out in, Di- in Disneyland for this kind of stuff. So it makes you wonder how that's going to hurt there for people going to the parks over the next couple weeks until they get that figured out. So it's just you didn't know that, did you? I didn't. I thought it was. I thought it was Solano County. No, Orange County. They put it as too. <laughs> I I could tell from your reaction you didn't know. <laughs> You're like, I was like, I'm supposed to go next week. <laughs> crap. Well, it doesn't. I mean, you, first of all, read the facts on coronavirus and what it is. The facts and fiction of it. Some people are are blown I, out of proportion. I date a nurse. Well, I date a nurse. <laughs> you mean you're married to a nurse? I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> um, I, well, I'm not old or elderly, but we have young kids. Yes, yeah, that's the biggest worry. That's the biggest worry. So, like, it does have a higher mortality rate mm-hmm. than like influenza, but there's less cases of it. I think the problem, the whole issue is. It's the linger. Just like uh, you, uh, Disneyland, I'm more worried about measles than I am coronavirus. To be honest I, with you. I, I people believe do. it. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I think I think he's, he's just going to manage the brands. I think, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I, I'm, like, a little bit, like, afraid of um, is I, I know his time at the studio's a little while back but um, I don't want there to be I hope there isn't the fear of every movie has to be a blockbuster otherwise you know that we're just not going to green light some projects because I hope so too you can't you, you can't live I mean that's one thing Iger did a very good job of he didn't get cautious with movies he put him forward did they get cautious with some of these star last couple Star Wars movies because how Last Jedi went to how they put it out. Yeah, I think they got a little too cautious. It was a good, mo- great movie, no matter what. But yeah, I think they played a little cautious just because of stuff. Um, and then you can hear all the rumors about behind there about how they had different things they wanted to put in there, but they played a cautious approach because of what happened. Yeah. But I hope he doesn't get that kind of cautious. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's not like you know we have a we have a lone ranger that loses a bunch of money, but was a good is a good film it just lost money and so Mm -hmm. we're not gonna we're not gonna push the envelope we're just gonna stay making remakes of other Mm. existing things and i'm just gonna like that well they're almost done with the live action they're running out of the live action movies to do they got a couple more to go so i don't think they're gonna i don't think they're gonna continue to the newer stuff as long as i'm okay with live action as long as we get an atlantis oh well, I guess they're doing a Pinocchio now, I heard, or something. So that'd be interesting. No? What are you going to do, live action Fantasia next? Oh, my I mean, gosh. That'd be terrible. Um, come on. But, yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll get over that kind of stuff. But you can got future projects. you got Star Wars stuff. I mean, Not all the High Republic stuff. Action. Yeah, you got the High Republic stuff coming out. You're going to have a movie based on something like that. I really hope they tap... And with Star Wars into the Old Republic, though Darth Bane and like Raven, so we'll we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens yeah, Revan, there. Revan and Malak would be, would be awesome. I, I think you kind of it, it it would be beneficial to get a get away from the Star Wars saga because of all these Star Wars fans were 
You mean the Skywalker the, saga, right? Or not the yeah, whole Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, the Skywalker saga because of the, the fans that are like, George Lucas would do it better, but like. The same awesome fans that time. beat up the f- one, two, and three. Yeah. So having like a completely different different era of Star Wars, I think this, this would be good. And I, I think that's why they they didn't even go to the the old Republic. Yet. The fact that they went to a different the High Republic makes you know that they're going right. in a different direction. And that we kind of need to see those books come out starting in August to see what those are all about. Because if you watch some of the video from that trailer, there's a someone stopped it on the whiteboard and started picking apart things. There's all about Yoda in there. I mean, Yoda's only 700 years old at that point, 200 years before the Skywalker saga. So he's still young in a way, <laughs> younger. <laughs> um, so there's there, that'll be interesting to see. So he, uh, but I wonder if he's going to have more involved with that, or if that's stuff right now that Bob Iger's going to work on with the creative part, and mm. he's going to worry more about the structure and the creative stuff. Just going, and I wonder what's going to go with Bob Iger after 2021. If things are going a certain direction, does he maybe resign and keep helping with that stuff? Or there have been predictions out there, and somebody, uh, Wayne, who always likes to comment on things, put it out there, and I thought about that a long time ago too. I mean, Bob's a business guy, and what does this country really need in charge? Business people, not politicians. A lot of people were saying, could Bob Iger run for president? You don't think so? No, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, that, and that's the kind of, is that the kind of person the country needs that can, I don't want to get into political stuff, but just businessman, someone that knows business, hopefully try to get us out of some of the debt. Um, but that, that, there's been talks of that going on. I mean, he's a strong business guy, um, but who knows? But I would hope, I'm hoping he goes up beyond two years of this creative role because he's so smart. I would love to see him keep evolving this. Now, I also wonder, is Kathleen Kennedy going to be on the way out well, a lot of people. I, a lot of people get her blame for. She's not to blame. There's so many people that are involved in those decisions. It's not yeah. just her. She has bosses above her, but there's a lot of talks that she's not. No, she might be not just being kicked out. She might be just retiring sooner or later. Oh. Well, so I mean, I, I Bob do, have a lot of fun. If Bob is gonna have like do fun pro- like I would do like fun projects like work on the Disney Wish and. Uh, <laughs> Hang out with Joe Rody and do the island. I think like I, I don't think he'll be. I think he's more of a let's go to Lucas Films this week and spend this week talking about these projects and being involved with those projects. Then bouncing to the studio over at Marvel, talking about these and putting his creative input on that. Then he can go bounce to Pixar and do that and do the creative roles. Then he can go to the parks and resorts and put some creative input there. And then he can still keep checking in with Bob Chapek to see how things are going and see if he can give us some advice. Uh, and I, I don't, I didn't see the read this anywhere, but I wonder if, if like there's if this health is a concern at all, or if it was just, yeah, just I, I, I equated it to ripping the bandaid. You know, you can you can just uh, peel it off so slowly till 2021 and he's getting ready to, to go, or he can just I'm out. Rip it off, um, but I wonder if there's like a health, some health consideration involved, where he's like, I need to be in a creative role, so I only want to do things that I want to. See, I, I don't think there's health involved. I think if it was health, I think he would have maybe stepped down 
more completely if he was going downhill. I think it was more of okay, we got 22 months until my contract's done. We're not ex- we we're not planning on extending it anymore. We don't want to put somebody in there last second when I leave and have him just learning doing it on his own. We can give somebody 22 months of the best thing he can have. He can take over and still have Bob Iger around to help him for 22 months. Do you think he's gonna he's gonna his creative role is to to do the fifth part? I could see that. I mean, I could, yeah, you're, you're right. I could, I could see that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is the best thing about being a creative role. You're an exec, uh, executive uh, chairperson. So, I mean, you can, you can still have talks with JPEG about things and check on him and still give him guidance and direct him and everything and give him everything he needs. But you can bounce around and do all these projects and stuff. You can work on that project and still put input all these places because He's had a lot of input from what it sounds like for years on all these little projects. So just imagine having that brain to have a little more time to bounce around versus be stuck at headquarters pretty much, as I would say, worrying about the overall. Put his hands in little projects. But yeah, Fifth Park would be nice. I just don't know if that's... I still wonder if that's an option. Sounds like they're not even done with Hollywood Studios. So No, there's talks of that too. But my, my thing is, yeah, they're starting to actually get the parks full. Do they really want to add another park to make the parks less packed? Because less packed means less money, in a way. You're just shifting it a little air in different areas. Do we really need... Now, if I would say they're sold out and the park's blocked out a bunch of days of the year where the people can't get in it, yeah, you definitely need a fifth park. But is fifth park the biggest thing right now they need to worry about or is the other projects Disney Plus Marvel Star Wars Pixar more of a thing they need to work on and the parks they have now uh, well I think parks and first and foremost was, was and it has people, been a big pro- a big project of theirs remember that people, uh, I think people are going to see movies they're going to continue to see movies because um, you know just like the the Great Depression, you know, people barely had any money to do anything, but they were spending it on entertainment. But mm-hmm. um, with the parks, my, my concern is 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 value to cost, and like right now, it's like I I can afford to go, but I really don't want to pay that price. But I'm but people are paying it and filling up the parks every day, every day now. January and February are not slow. But let's look at it this way. Say you own a restaurant and it's packed all the time. 40 minute waits. Open location. Okay. When you open that second location, this happens to a lot of businesses. That first location never has a wait and always says table is open. Suddenly, Bill, you're you cutting back. Come. That reminds me, when you come, we got to go to a place called Doghouse, my friend. It <laughs> okay. Is packed, it, is, it is barbecued, tri-tip, ribs. You like how I say the word restaurant. You bring up this place, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I say that because so they open, they, for like the longest time, they just have one. It's right next to the state. So they have all the sports things. It's a sports bar and grill. And good barbecue. Packed all the time. Yeah. Constantly. They don't even advertise. They don't have to advertise. It is a mess. Um, they opened up one 
and they opened up one quite a little bit of a distance away like you know, when I say a little bit of a distance I mean like 30 40 miles Ooh. away so in that California one, that's kind of like two hours would you say no, then no. California is it like busy area so like 30, an hour 30 miles yeah, yeah okay but it is like always crowded both yeah you don't even go there anymore because it's always crowded but i could see like people like if you have like a mom and pop thing they usually like keep one but i, I also think that like a lot of a lot of restaurants keep one to have quality control good quality but then if you also start opening more more locations and you're drawing people to all these and you have less people there your overhead gets more expensive. Can't have as many people there. If it, you got the overhead, but you mean one thing. yeah, but uh, you got to worry about whenever they build a fifth park. Then there's more expense, more employees, which means there's a chance of more cost for us to go. Just have more CPs. <laughs> I mean, they may, I think they mainly run over. I know they think they mainly run off CPs these days, anyways. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I just, you can only do so much with that too. I can, um, I can do it. I can do it. Do I, I see do a, a fifth park? Yeah. Do I, I see a, a fifth, park? fifth park? I could do a fifth park, but do I see it happening in the next five years? Op- uh, like an announcement? I'm I'm gonna say now that Chapek's taken over. No, I think the next five years are gonna be more safe and growing at a steady pace than trying to throw even more money into stuff at the first part. I'm fine with that as long as they like fix and 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 do things that need to be done in the existing parks. And that's I'm what okay. they've been doing. Look at Magic Kingdom; they did the Fantasyland expansion, then they moved on to other parks. They did Hollywood yeah, Studios. That's, all, that's not what I'm talking about, though. I look at Magic Kingdom; you got Carousel of Progress is falling apart. Well, I think I think Tomorrowland's their next goal in that park. I think Tomorrowland's going to be the next revamp, in my opinion. That whole place yeah. needs it. Buzz Lightyear needs to go because you don't need that. Uh, Space Mountain's the only thing there, and the um, Tomorrowland Speedway and Toronto are the only thing I think that are safe. Um, but I think that'll be the That's next project. Bad. But you got at least that done. They started there, and then they started working their way around. They did Hollywood Studios with Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land, and obviously Mickey Minis. And I think there's more to come over by Indiana Jones at some point. Um, you have Animal Kingdom getting some stuff with the um, Rivers of Light and the whole Pandora area, which I still think they'll add on to the Pandora area at some point. Um, and now you're onto the Epcot, which is huge. I mean, you ripped up the whole middle. Now you're going to close down uh, Spaceship Earth for two to three years uh, at the end of May. So that's getting redone. Plus, you got the uh, Ratatouille ride, um, Guardians of the Galaxy ride coming, and all the other little spots up front being redone. I think after that, you go to what what needs done next, and I think Magic Kingdom's bring it back around. Magic Kingdom's next. I don't think Adventureland needs touch yet. Uh, I do think Jungle Cruise after the movie, depending on how the movie does, might get a revamp. Pirates isn't going to get changed anytime soon. Um, Tiki Room, they're not going to do anything with because that's uh, more almost like historic now. Um, yeah. uh, I think Tomorrowland's your next area. Buzz Lightyear, eh, it is falling apart all the time. It needs to go. 
Stitch is just a break room now. Pictures have come out of people using that as a break room now, though, some of the areas in it. Um, I mean, Carousel Progress, I don't know if it'll fully go, but it needs updated. Um, it needs to be updated. I'm okay with keeping it. Mm-hmm. It needs to be Space updated. Mountain, I don't see them doing much with else and cleaning it up. Tomorrowland Speedway, they're not going to do anything with. They just redid some parts of the track with the Tron opening. Um, so that'll stay. So I think they could be doing some. There's plenty of stuff to do over there. You could do one heck of an expansion. The problem is expanding around everything that's going to be going on over there with the busyness of Tron coming up. Right. That's going to be popular. It is. So I think I think Magic Kingdom will get something. Where do you think else they need big spots work on? I, 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 I'm, I mean, spots are cool, and, and this whole thing. I'm, I'm just lands. Let's say more, lands. I'm, I'm more of, of, about the like um, cast interaction and experiences and things like that. That, that is what made my like childhood cool. So, I'm really glad to see the jammer still existing and things like that. Um, I, I love the characters on Main Street. I love the Dapper Dans. I like that type of, of things that go on in the parks because that's really the only place they do happen. Does that make sense? Because like I can go to a theme park. I can go to Knott's Berry Park and ride a ride. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's the it's the little things that I think Disney is... is budgeted out a little bit that I hope they uh, since we're not growing and are expanding that they will get back to and which ones are you missing that need to come back the street Dude, performers Mo are still Rockin'. there they're still there Mo Rockin <laughs> I guess they do have like a band that's... and they got the mariachi band coming back a little bit at, uh, Mac- in Mexico yeah. They just cut them yeah, out at certain times right. whenever it's not busy, too busy, out of control busy. I'm, I'm thinking like throwback to like Hollywood Studios way back in the day when they had four for a dollar. Four for a dollar. The acapella group before Beauty and the Beast. It was cool, man. <laughs> but yeah. But, um, like that, but <clears throat> Street Mysphere is, is just Hollywood Studios like does not exist really. Hmm. Yeah, the street performers still there. A lot of the Ventures Club people from former Ventures Club people. They're still around. They're still doing their skits on the on the streets. I stop and watch them here and there when I'm there. A little bit. They're nothing too exciting to me just because I'd rather go ride rides and have fun. <laughs> and then stand there in the in the direct sun watching that. Which I will say one thing I did agree, Bob uh... Chapek is a big Adventures Club fan. So you wonder, maybe you'll bring it back. <laughs> I mean, that would that'd be, that'd be cool, yeah. I think that's the difference between um, Disney World and Disneyland. And what's that? Is, is our rides, we don't change that often, or we don't like, get new ones, really. Um, so, you know, they get new parades more often. Oh, I know. I know about the parades. Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) 
we have like the bootstrappers and like all these other different uh, performances that go on mm -hmm. in Disneyland. Those people, we have like a lot of us are annual pass holders that can go. I mean, we're there like once a month almost. Lucky. And so we like seeing we like seeing the performers, and we're not really worried about rides. When I understand when you're at, at Disney World, there's a lot to do in a week. Priority. Because most people yeah. only get like a week vacation, so there's a lot yeah. to do in four parks in a week. <laughs> yeah, I, so, yeah I, I, I get that. So if I want to take a week off and go to California, kind of like we're doing, I feel like I'm not going to be rushed because we, we still debate how many days we're even going to do at Disneyland while we're there. Stay there for seven days, I mean, we go to the park for seven days. So that's, the, that's the nice thing about it. We can take it a little slower because it's not as big. Disney World's huge. You have to run <laughs> half the time to get in as much as you can. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the future. I'm just glad Bob's not fully gone. Bob's still there, so everybody needs to look at it that way. Bob, Bob Iger is not gone. He is still there. Bob Chapek is still going to listen to him. They're both going to talk about things, probably debate on some things. One's going to win this week. One's going to win that week, and they go forward. It's just yeah. how it is. But I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll see what happens in the next week before our next episode. Maybe something else will sink. <laughs> <laughs> well, they de technically, in a way, they brought back twenty thousand leagues under the sea. <laughs> and if you had yeah, a great no time, my name is Bill, and I've been your Jungle Cruise skipper. If you did not have a great time, my name is Captain Nemo, and this is twenty thousand leagues under the sea. <laughs> that should be the new joke for the next week. <laughs> at the end uh, but I think that was pretty good buddy I think we will call that a night or a day yeah. for you because it's still sunny out there it's still day yeah. Yeah, to you not to me it's 8.30 <laughs> everybody you have a good week we will see you next week with who knows what will happen in the next week because it is Disney and there's always something happening the, the return of Captain EO oh please no <laughs> have a good night thank you for listening to the spark a dream podcast please check out our website at sparkadream.net to hear other episodes and catch up on our blog please also check out our sponsor small business travel agency dreamers do travels inc an authorized Disney vacation planner offering destinations around the globe, a team of travel professionals from all across the U.S. is ready to help you plan your travel adventures, concierge style, at no extra cost to you. Set out for a new tomorrow, and we'll see you real soon.